0: Welcome to episode seventy-three of Sound Out the first podcast to reach Planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I'm great at Transformers.
1: And I'm Greg, and I'm getting better at Transformers.
0: And this week we discuss Optimus Prime issue seven.
1: Optimus, what is this glowing thing you're holding on the cover? It's supposed to be half the Matrix, I guess? I think. Like, and... I feel like there's going to be a whole event like six months to a year from now where they're like, we got to get the Matrix back in play. Let's oh, right. figure out how to do that. And so it'll be a big crossover with Lost Light and with uh, like the other books and are One. And I'll be like, all right, finally, our promo material can have the Matrix in it.
0: They only have half of it.
1: It's it's a strange thing to do. It's been that way for uh, four or five years now.
0: A long time.
1: Quite a while. Um, kind of one of your, your iconic symbols, guys. It's fine. You're going to bring back, but like, here's... Bumblebee. You're going to bring back Shockwave. Shockwave, yeah. not you know. Uh, maybe
0: they have it somehow. It's, maybe half of it is in the dead universe with them. Um, it, well, and I, uh, I don't know, because it's come up on the show before, where we've been like, that should not, you're, like, the bones of the, the Matrix should not be glowing. Because right. it, you know, we had the two shell halves um and rod broke one because that's what happens when you give rodimus something um (laughs)
1: poor guy
0: but uh yeah so like they've only it's been in half for a while now um but then there have been moments where yes optimus will open his chest and it's glowing brilliantly and so it's come up more than once on the show where we're like what that that's not there i mean unless it's his spark which i feel like every time we like come up with some sort of Oh, that's what it's doing. Every time we try
1: it. and explain it for them, something contradicts what right. we've come up with.
0: So this time, yeah, I, I mean, once again, I think it might be. What happened with Bumblebee's half? He got it back, right? That might just be Bumblebee's half.
1: Yeah, I think it's Bumblebee's half. Uh, so there you go, everybody. This has been Sound This has Thanks been
0: Matrix Matrix.Half. Matrix
1: dot Half. Um.
0: <laughs> Matrix Dot of Leadership.
1: Uh welcome back, Optimus. Good to see you again. Good to see you. Got good old John Barber writing Art and Colors by Priscilla Priscilla. Wow, mess up the first easy part. <laughs> wow, good job, Greg. Priscilla <laughs> Tremontano. Right? Yeah. Cool. She's good. great.
0: Yeah. I was, I was excited. Like, obviously, I love Kay's artwork. We see it here on this cover. It's beautiful. Um, but and we all know this. This comes up every time we get, uh, Prip's artwork, as you also might know her. Um, it's so cute. Uh, it's, it's really cute artwork.
1: I would agree. I would especially say we'll, we'll address this in just a couple of pages, but one Autobot in particular has a, the cutest nose I have ever seen.
0: <laughs> um, we'll, get we'll, get we'll get there in just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Um, do a quick recap where we left off. Um, It does get a little bit harder. I've realized um, now that we're completely caught up with everything and hopping between now three books. It it gets a little bit tougher, also because we're doing like single issues at a time. Right. So it'll be a single issue, and then four weeks, and then it'll be the next one. You're like, wait, what? I barely remember what even happened last time. You can remember like the story as a whole, but when it comes to remembering one specific comic, it can right. sometimes be a little confusing. Um, to
1: be fair, that is the experience of reading comic books, unfortunately. For sure. Uh, thanks. But
0: we're just bringing it to life. <laughs> right. This yeah. is just it in motion now. People It's us having to discuss it. Um, So yeah, last time, of course, we were following the the story from the past of Mm -hmm. Orion Pax and Jetfire and Prowl, um, who have been working around this whole, like... It's the start of the Decepticons, and they essentially, they found this weapons cache that people were saying, like, ooh, Decepticons are moving weapons. They found a cache. It ended up blowing up on them. Starscream rigged it to do so. Soundwave, our sweet angel baby, was properly just appalled by this move of Starscream. He was like, dang, dude. A,
1: I don't like the weapons. B, I don't like blowing up the weapons.
0: Yeah, he was not all about that. So don't you dare try to lump in Soundwave. Um... And uh, speaking of Soundwave, though, in our present day, he adopted a million sharks.
1: Yeah, he has a million little shark babies that he liberated from
0: yeah, he was Junkie like, on Control. Listen. You don't gotta listen to them anymore. I know they may I, seem hey, fun, yeah. but you little sharks need some need some guidance and some. Uh,
1: we're gonna get you a bigger tank. Yeah, we're gonna get you a fun theme song,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you can attack uh, scantily clad teens in the summer of
0: nineteen seventy four. Oh man! There so you Sunwave, go. yeah, he he's already starting up a college fund for everybody. Um, <laughs> Marissa, Marissa was like. Listen, I say we all become new friends. Junkions, Sharktacons, all the Cybertronians here on Earth, we're throwing a sleepover. And they go to the old EDC base on Bikini Atoll. And that's where they're going to set up this new place for all these Cybertronians to live in harmony.
1: Everybody's having a fun party. Yeah. Except for uh, Euler's Sister. Sister. Slide. Yes, Slide. Uh, Slide she's is like, hey, pissed. the Junkions killed my brother Euler. I'm pretty mad about yeah, that. And is like... like, hmm, interesting that you're pretty mad about that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like something I could possibly exploit. My name's Pyramagna. And, um,. Last are, are and, most
1: cool Im- and I like now that all of the characters say their names at the end of a sentence, uh-huh. because it helps a lot. Right. Sometimes people have similar designs.
0: Sometimes they have similar designs, and there are just so many characters. And right. then we have new characters coming in, like our sweet baby cadets. So it's right. very helpful, especially that they repeat their names all the time. Um. And uh, <laughs> lastly, but most importantly, sideswipe still on that sleepy train.
1: He's still snoozing. Got them them PJs on.
0: He's just he's tuckered out. So that brings us to the past. <laughs>
1: all right, now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, let's go back four million years.
0: Yes. Uh, and
1: we again have the Jetfire stuff and Jetfire was uh part of Optimus and Prowl and sort of Bumblebee figuring out that the Decepticons are running guns and his Jetfire's friend Hefter got killed and framed for this gun running and stuff and right. by who, cops.
0: Right. Jetfire who was identifying as a Decepticon is now working to hopefully with um with Orion and Prowl trying to bring light to what happened to Hefter.
1: Mm hmm and so jetfire is, uh has been summoned to HQ by prowl um in prowl is you know being standard prowl and being like <laughs> oh got cool lines um, all his lines are cool <laughs>
0: um he yeah Jeffire is kind of like well yeah I mean I'm here I'm I I'm here I know what I'm about like I'm I'm here to try to do my best um and yeah it's just kind of them kind of recapping where they're at like they're trying to figure out what happened with Hefter and um a, a an officer named outback is the one who had shot him so that's kind of where their uh their focus is right now but uh we'll remember last time when they were finding the guns they Mm. kind of got ambushed a little bit i think and like optimus killed a guy and then jetfire killed a guy who was gonna kill orion sorry um so they're looking (laughs) at the gun yeah
1: right yeah you guys might not know this
0: orion pax and optimus prime same person
1: See, I'm glad that they say their names now.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and so Prowl, of course, has the evidence, and uh, yeah, he's got the gun. He says some of us still want to fight for what's right, Jetfire, like me, (laughs) upholding a case system that prohibits people from doing what they want with their lives.
0: Can Um, I just say, I love this panel where he is saying that because we have this shot of Prowl sitting at the desk, and it looks like at a glance, this is like his teenage angst room. Room, and he's just got posters <laughs> everywhere that's saying you are being deceived like it looks like he's a young teen Decepticon I at a first it. glance I was that thinking that, that you were
1: going to say these are his desktop wallpapers <laughs> and he's like alright he's like yeah I'm an elite hacker
0: He's he has to become one of them to figure out what they're doing
1: um, and so Jetfire is saying, Hey, this evidence that you have here, I killed a guy with it. Yeah. And Prowl's like, Yeah, it was awesome. I love that you kill people. <laughs> and Jetfire's like, I'm a scientist, my dude. Like, I don't want to be a guy who kills people.
0: Yeah, and Prowl's kind of like pish about all this, like, whatever it happens, like that guy was gonna kill Optimus, you did what you had to do. And Jetfire, we see now he's kind of he's wrestling with this idea, he's like, Yeah, but that." guy who killed Hefter also was under the impression probably that that's just what he had to do.
1: Right. Exactly. He's saying like these, the the total lack of checks and balances that are occurring here is exactly what leads people, innocent people, to getting killed by official systems. Like the one that you are complicit in, Mr. Prowl.
0: That's you, Prowl.
1: That is you, Mr. Prowl. Uh, and Speaking of Mr. Prowl, we have Mr. Prime here going back to what is now known as Autobot City. Yes. Uh, And and
0: he's, he's, it's a very cool page um it's our the start of our title it's put into two different pages in this book right Um, yes and um it's a really cool page though because we have just the two panels the first is jeffire looking with concern at this gun that he and prowl were just talking about and then this very next panel is optimus looking at his own gun with the same look of because he doesn't have his mask on and he looks he looks a little somber he looks a little bummed out looking down at his gun He's he looks a somber cute.
1: bum. Uh, yes, and and he he does look very cute. He's he's speaking to, of course, President Viola Davis, yes. saying, "Hey, uh, thanks thank for, coming for coming to visit. to visit again." I know. It's and she's like, "Oh my God, really get remember. to it! Come
0: on." <laughs> Last time we hung out, I got carried around like a doll by that one behind you.
1: <laughs> uh, that one being Aileron, who is super adorable. So cute. Um, and she's listing off the number of times that aliens have invaded and, that she knows about. That and she knows like, Uh, trust me. That's, that's all it. there is. Uh, don't worry.
0: I would not lie to you, he says. I do like, as he's speaking, he's passing his huge gun over to little Aileron, who is kind of like, <laughs> she looks surprised like oh dip this is a big gun right I, i'll hold this
1: you know size of her torso at the very least
0: <laughs> at the very um, least
1: and so the president is saying so what you're you're doing nonviolence now and Optimus is saying like well nonviolence is kind of a new concept to cybercroniums
0: <laughs> i'm still getting used to that whole that whole game here. Um, I do like that he's he, he's kind of kneeling down to to jam with the president here. Like, let's just <laughs> rap a second. Um But it's he's like, "Hey,
1: we've had a lot of fun here today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but let's get real about nonviolence here for Mo." Um, and he's saying that it. <laughs> I don't it's uh, gosh this whole thing I think is so funny because optimism my darling I feel like you just go in circles baby um but yes he's saying like the end of warfare is a worthwhile path if not a realistic goal um and <laughs>
1: and of course him explaining that to right? a black president she's saying like hey My dad was a civil rights leader and a nonviolent activist. Trust me, you don't need to explain anything to me, my
0: dude. Right. Uh, And like, these are the moments where I, I feel like this has to be on purpose. These moments where we're still kind of wrestling with like, obviously we love Optimus Prime. Optimus, babe, I love you. I do. But oh my God. Like I was just saying, like, you go around in these circles sometimes (laughs) when I'm just like, I can't, will you just stop a second and just stick with one idea for a little bit and then like, See how that plays out for you, because um, yeah. I, I
1: don't, I don't want to get too much into my own politics here. Sure, but Optimus is very much being, you know, sort of doddering white liberal who's like, "Well, I think the best thing to do would be this," whereas like. I, I, everyone else has either A, figured that out billions of years ago, right. or B, is going to be drastically harmed by what he's attempting to do with good faith behind it. Sure. So. And
0: I think that is, and I'm so glad that that's how you put it, just, uh, because I feel like, and I could be wrong on this, but I feel like it's done on purpose, and I don't know that for yes. a fact, but I, I feel I, like.
1: Reading this, I have to assume right. that it because is. Because if it that... isn't,
0: then you're, it would just be like, wait, John, what? <laughs> can you pick a path for Optimus? Right. So I feel like it is, like, it's very mindfully done. I really hope so, at least, because John seems like a very smart, very aware man. Um, which in, in which case, brilliant. Like, he's doing it very, very well because I think he's hit on something, uh, that we, we've seen in in our earthians yes. real life um but yes. yeah and and like you said specifically with president viola davis yeah we learned some backstory about here, her here where she's talking about how her father was an activist in the civil rights movement and he was purely nonviolent. So like, Optimus Prime bringing up this idea of nonviolence or, you know, them, them touching on it. She's like, listen, I know all about that. You don't gotta tell me. Like, you are not bringing anything new to the table for me. Right. But so it's, it's all stuff that Optimus couldn't possibly appreciate with who he is and the, um, at least Millions regarding humans, of years
1: of war that he's had and yeah like,
0: well and you know he's, he's not a human he earth
1: doesn't the 80s right <laughs> exactly. yeah like
0: he can't possibly grasp these same like the effect and like how how heavy and just how different it is on earth the entire concept is um right. or it can be amongst humans um
1: and that's sort of the danger of making you know the backstory of Autobots versus Decepticons an allegory for civil rights is like Sure. I mean, you gotta be real careful because that's a real thing that happened and is also still happening today and
0: Absolutely
1: I as as I have stated, at least in my opinion, have very much framed the Decepticons as the good guys and the Autobots as the bad guys in that sort of particular way. Right. When, when it is frame framed it
0: that way, way yes. And
1: President Viola Davis is even saying here, like, the people that didn't want things to change, they killed plenty of my dad's friends. And I'm just thinking, like, oh, God, you know, because Optimus is was exactly fighting for preserving the status quo of things.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's,
1: so, oh, and and uh-huh. what's more, in this panel right below hey, he says our worlds have similar histories of oppression, and I'm like, buddy, boy, you need to honey, like, honey, really honey, realize.
0: Honey. <laughs> bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Yeah,
1: walk it back here, brother.
0: <laughs> Come on, babe, just okay. Um, and, and but yeah, it's it's a really interesting set of panels, and I appreciate these very very much. I like that we get just President Viola Davis and Optimus having this this moment where frank
1: discussion
0: yeah and I appreciate that we do get this backstory from her like it's it's cool I like that we get some
1: yes it makes it feel much more grounded and much more like yeah because she's saying like this was her inspiration
0: right it's not just like oh I don't know we just need a president and she'll just say whatever we need the president of America to say um no it's her being like I have a history here it is here's my you know here's where I'm coming from um, here's what I know. Here's how I grew up. Um, and I appreciate that. I, I think it absolutely, obviously makes her a stronger character, even in such a, just in these couple panels, Um
1: Absolutely. And the other, the the sort of, like, hidden bonus of this whole page that I think is really important to recognize is that Aileron has the cutest little nose I've ever seen in <laughs> a comic ever in my whole life, right in that panel right there.
0: She does have a cute little nose. Oh, a
1: cute little nose. That is a spoopable
0: little nose. You got there, Aileron? <laughs> um, you're absolutely right. She does. Um, but yes, uh, President Davis does say that she... Um, Cause she's kind of, again, framing this whole nonviolence, uh, this nonviolence, uh, standpoint by saying like, you know, she does even say, she says her father was very angry, but he right. didn't act on it because he believed so fiercely in nonviolence. Um, and she's saying she, also, doesn't get to just act on it. Like she's angry too, but she is president of the United States. She can't right. just act on that. Like ah, they have to be a, practical. They have to. Oh, right? What a nice what fantasy a, we've
1: figured yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> the
0: novel. Oh god. Oh shit. Um, um, but, but yes, no, yes. 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 She's
1: saying the the practical solutions, is not the most morally correct ones, and she's asking like, so what? If how did how did this work on your planet? Yeah, if you think says, that
0: this is the same between optim or between between cybertron and the earth right now like wh- what did you guys do
1: right exactly like how how did things play out on your end it's like well we had a war for millions of years and then nothing happened
0: right and then it just kind of we got bored i guess um but he's he does say that you know this it it wasn't like fighting constantly just didn't provide an answer it never did um and so she's kind of saying like there are things that she knows are right that she's just never gonna see and she's aware of that and so and i really like this line that they kind of exchange here in two different ways she says um the best sometimes you can do is just to try to make things less bad if you can't make things good um and he says it's the worthwhile path versus the unrealistic goal um Which is really interesting, and I like that um, because it's a very it's it's very astute. It's like, yeah, sometimes you don't have a fix, but uh, sometimes you have an being assist.
1: CEO is about choosing the the bad option you can live with.
0: There you go. Um,
1: and so we go back four million years ago, and we have Jetfire being We've led got our somewhere fun by boys prowl. Yeah, Get these fun boys. <laughs> And, uh, Jetfire is saying like, uh, so what's, what's going on here? Um, and these, Prowl is saying, well, our science division, don't worry. Everywhere here is exclusively staffed by jerks. This guy's going (laughs) to suck too. Um,
0: (laughs) that's, Prowl does all of the employee, like, screaming. Like, if you want to work here,
1: head of, head of HR.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We, we come across nose cone. What up, Uh, jerk?
1: Yeah, and like, hmm, you're not very sciencey, are you?
0: Yeah, and uh, is like, Prowl, you're rolling with them straight-up dicks. Like, man... What is this entire place? Poor Jetfire. (laughs) Um,
1: Jetfire has been brought down here to basically give this evidence, the CSI treatment and check if for clues and everything. Uh, Nosecone is saying like, hmm, you're a Decepticon, huh? Pax must have brought you on as a diversity hire.
0: Yeah. What are you, some sort of hotshot? We're going to put the police now? Hotshot? Hotshot cop? That's you?
1: Uh, This is nerd world, jock.
0: (laughs) Oh, look at um, you! You fly. Oh, gross!
1: <laughs> Poor jetfire is like, hey, I had a hard day. I just killed somebody. It's <laughs> like, yeah. hmm, sounds like a real dick move.
0: Yeah, sounds like you're you're a real piece of shit, then, doesn't it? Hmm. Fucking flyer, I, I bore holes. Yeah,
1: he's saying like, mm, we don't let flyers in here. They don't have the patience for it. They're just bad <laughs> people. Me, I bore holes. It's super useful to have
0: nose cone. Get it together, man. Stop being a jerk. I do love that, like, Prowl does just toss Jetfire into this very immediately. Just Boy, like, yeah. what a bad environment for this poor dude. Prowl doesn't care.
1: Prowl, do not give a
0: shit. <laughs>
1: oh, not want to be concerned with things like conflict.
0: Yeah, uh, you sweet darling. I'm sorry.
1: Speaking of sweet darlings.
0: Oh, my goodness. He's getting worse, you guys.
1: Yep. Our boy's Good getting old, worse. Uh, Sideswipe. Not not doing well in here.
0: Yeah. This whole nap chamber isn't doing what we hoped it would. Um,
1: sensory deprivation VR chamber. He's just too lost in, in the VR reality. He's just,
0: he's so far in the inception. We got to right. kick him back like eight levels. He's hanging out on the beach right now. Um, He's like,
1: check it out. I'm building castles.
0: Yeah, look at this castle. Look at this like, empire I've in built. In
1: visually interesting ways that we'll yeah. get nominated for, but not win an Oscar.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. you Yeah, definitely not the win. Um, but, and you guys, it's about to get real cute. So yeah, we go into the, the meta bay here or wherever Sweet Sideswipe is being held. And of course we have R.C. kind of still holding her vigil here. And, um... Aileron, it's because it, has come in to check on them, and we can see Doc's leading her in. And uh, just a quick note: I love that she's still cradling Prime's gun. Like he gave her yeah. his gun, she is going to hold on to it for him. He's
1: like, "Well, I mean, he didn't tell me where to put it, so he, I'll just hold I'll on just to hold it." Hold
0: on to it. I'd hate to misplace it. Um, so she's just still carrying it around. It's real cute, and she really is like having to hold it because it's so big. You know, you can't just holster that thing. So she's just. Like if you've ever, I'm trying to think of what it would be like, like if you ever had to haul around. I um. mean, to me,
1: it looks like Zarya where there's just, oh yeah, she's just got her massive
0: gun. Yeah, for sure. Um, only without the Zarya confidence and knowledge of how right. to handle this massive gun that she is now holding. She's it would be carrying like Zarya... it the
1: way you would carry, like, an unput together tent, where it's just yeah. this, like, bundle of sticks and fabric that yeah. you have to hold from the bottom.
0: And you're just, yeah, kind of cradling it and keeping it all together. Um, so yeah, so she's walking in, still cradling this gun, and, um, R.C. is saying that Ramaj, for what it's worth, has been nice about the fact that, well, remember that core that was gonna help your friends? Sorry about it. Um but we'll they're see saying that the, we yeah we'll see if we've got anything in like the the junk drawer which is all of our drawers we'll get back to you um and then it gets real cute for a second and sad because then Aileron is like listen i know this sucks because i also lost my best friend which we will remember happened a very long time ago um mm-hmm. back when it was just called transformers um and um so she's talking about how she lost her best friend. And then we have Doc, who's like, uh, oh, I miss my own best friend.
1: Mrs. And Buster.
0: He's got a little, like, Leia a Organa. Princess? Yeah, yeah, Kathy. Like a little hologram that he's like, oh, yeah, I miss my best friend, too. And Aww. he's got full on little robot tears in his eyes.
1: He looks so Moe
0: so um, moe is very and
1: cute of course rc being rc is like um i don't have any friends i'm too cool for that she it's just that sideswipe we had we like shared a perspective
0: right she's trying very hard to be hard here yeah um, and it's, like you might as I well mean, give her a mask and say hey here are two guns throw them when you run out of ammo your name's reaper <laughs> now rc give me a fucking break you're not that hard
1: You're not that hard, Arcee. I'm sorry. It's interesting that she does go so far out of her way to, like, what is it that she is? I mean, obviously, there's a lot about Arcee's backstory that I only know through half stories and stuff. But, like, she seems very, very, very resistant to the idea of having a friend.
0: I think... Uh, well, uh, go ahead if you hadn't
1: uh, no i mean i'm 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 trying to think of like obviously she's been through torture and she doesn't want to form those attachments, but like mm-hmm. She gets very defensive anytime anyone says like, "Oh, your friend's hurt."
0: Right, because even when I was reading these panels, because um, there are like there are just certain aspects that I'm like that you can kind of relate her to being like, "Well, I get it if she feels like this, or she's just trying to close herself off." Um, but it, it's exactly the way that she does it. It's this. It's the um, very kind of sharp reaction she has to the suggestion yeah. that anybody that she might care about anybody. Um, which is very, I, I here's where this gets really good though, because she does, she's done this before where she does kind of like get a little defensive. Like, no, I don't get close to anybody. Oh, and again, we have a mention here, of just how old she is. She's very, very old. She talks about Nova major, um, uniting the tribes, which appropriately, of course, everyone's like, Oh shit. Oh, that, that was a long <laughs> time ago. Um, and yeah, and RC starts getting into her, like, gritty backstory and then being like, at least Sideswipe, who also loved running around shooting people, he kind of, he, he just, he, he felt me, like he got me.
1: Right. They were, they were kindred spirits, if not friends.
0: Yeah. Which, of course, you know, I love. Um, and then Aileron shuts it down in the best way that nobody has done yet. Aileron's straight up like, I mean, okay, listen, RC, um, I hate to be the one to have to tell you, but uh first of all, nobody's allowed to think you're crazy because shit, look around. And secondly, <laughs> we all like you. Yeah. We all think of you as our friend. And it's really cute because I'm like, yeah, nobody's kind of, everybody's really just like, oh God, okay. And like stops talking to R.C. and A. Lauren's like, nah, man.
1: Like, RC, there's people we hate. You're not one of them. Right, You're like, the like, cool kid club.
0: Dude, I can see the invitation to the mixer sticking out of your pocket right now. People want you places. People You're want you You're getting to hang those
1: out. Facebook invites.
0: Come on. I heard your phone go off twice since I walked in here, RC.
1: Uh, and so we go back to President Viola Davis having her conversation with the person whose gun Aileron is holding.
0: Yeah, who's put um, his mask back on, P.S.
1: Right. And they're discussing jazz. Yeah. Interestingly enough. And because, we yeah. learn that jazz is having his own primetime special.
0: Yeah. Jazz is about to um, kick off his own title t- television show. Um, but I really appreciate this moment because this gets into some important things. Um Yes. Because the president is saying, like, yeah, like, Jazz is uh going to, like, be on TV here in a hot second. And um he's pretty controversial. He, like, he's a controversial figure. Which is, even before we get into that, it's interesting to think when, like, we know all the stuff that's happened with Jazz. But it is... In, cause in the scope of the war, you're like, God, no, Jazz is actually a pretty good, cool, chill dude. Like, he's on the, right, on the low side know. of like, people you have to worry about. So it's very interesting that it's like, oh, on Earth? Uh-uh different story um and so she's kind of like you know that guy he's i don't know about this and often it's like he can do what he wants like, I, yeah, I don't have any control over him he's like
1: whatever he's just a dude what do yeah. i hear
0: i'm not gonna stop him i'm not his dad president viola davis and she <laughs> thank god is here to put some things in perspective um and i do love this because then she's like okay you the last time that earth my people us here on earth hi i'm viola davis president of the United States, the last time we teamed up with you guys, Galvatron.
1: Right, totally like
0: to destroy took... everything.
1: Yeah, and Optimus is like, well, I mean, I stopped him, <laughs> and, and then... she very wisely makes the point. And then you took his second in command and made him your second in command. And
0: Optimus is like, listen, that's. He's not. Soundwave a very different. nice he's, boy. I can't stress enough. He's so good. He gets very flustered when he's saying this, mind you, guys. Yeah, um, you can see the
1: blush on his face, right? Please. Like, and it's
0: just barely coming up over his like battle mask that he's very wisely put back on his face because if he hadn't, blush city, you guys. Oh yeah. And so she's saying, um, she lets him have this, and then she's like, Jazz killed a man. And this was back in the first set of Transformers Ongoing, you guys. Um, but so she's like, Prowl has killed a person. He killed um, an officer. And um, she's saying that, and, and we did see this one in these more recent books, because then she says, after uh, you declared Earth a colony, Jazz uh interfered with a with a an arrest happening in detroit which we did get right. a moment of that when we were reading um and i remember us at the time being like yeah i mean maybe we need <laughs> some answers here first yeah. um so of uh, course even now i'm like well i mean president viola davis do we have all the information there um
1: well and optimus is saying like well i'm sure he was just doing the best thing at the moment and she's saying, well, the best thing in the moment sure seems to be hurting police officers a lot for Jazz. Uh, And now Jazz is going to be the face of the Autobots for most yeah. people on Earth. What's she going to do about that?
0: Yeah, maybe you want to think about this. Um and, and she does bring up also the fact that, like, <laughs> P.S. sidebar for her this has not been great for her because like she doesn't get to talk about things that are important to americans as a whole she has to talk about things like jazz when she goes on tv allying
1: with the autobots might be morally correct but it is not politically prudent
0: yes um and (laughs) i and this again i think this is really brilliantly written because then we we get an idea Even more so of how much the optimist can't possibly truly grasp this. Because then he says, I get what you're saying, but also Jazz is my friend. (laughs) And, like, he's going to do what he wants to do. I'm not his dad.
1: And she's saying, like, well, maybe you could, like, talk to him? And he's like, I'm not going to control him. I'm a very hands-off parent. And And is like, well, guess what? Dog
0: parenting involves being hands-on sometimes. you got to be hands-on sometimes. And... I appreciate this very much, and I firmly stand with her on this because she says Jazz can't possibly understand what he's getting into, which she's totally not wrong because Optimus doesn't get it. How in the hell is Jazz going to get it? And uh, so then she's saying, which I do like this next bit, too. I like a bunch of this. Well done, John. Um, but she says the only reason he's not already an issue is because nobody can tell you apart, which <laughs> I hope is just a drag on the movies. Because, God, they all look the fucking same. Um, but she's saying. I mean, so
1: uh, going way, way back for a minute, I do remember there was a thing James wrote. It was one of the text pieces. And I forget what the context of it was because it was way early and I barely knew who any of these people were when I read Mm -hmm. it. But I remember there being somebody who is coming out of a coma or something like that. And they mentioned that one of the issues was an inability to tell Transformers apart, which I was like, okay, this is a joke on people who can't tell Transformers apart, (laughs) which is me. like. (laughs) I, even, even in the comics, I have trouble telling, like, okay, is that Jetfire or Prowl? Because they're both like, big guys who are mostly white with some red in there. Sure. And so I have to like find specific details to tell them for like okay problem has the eyebrows.
0: And like yeah.
1: So I just want to point out like I get the joke of fans not being able to tell or non-fans not being able to tell who these guys are sometimes. But it well, is something to be aware of. Oh
0: no for sure. And I do think because one I do think it's maybe a little pot shot of the movies but also Yes absolutely. Absolutely. In the movies
1: even every one of them looks the same damn like a bag of forks. <laughs>
0: That's a perfect way to put it. You're not wrong. Um, but no, you're, you're, you're very much correct in that respect too, because yeah, if you imagine being on Earth, even with these guys, it's like, I wouldn't. I mean, I know them now because I've been with them for years and years and years. But yeah, like, I get it. I get it when you're new to it. Um, A lot of it comes
1: down to color scheme.
0: A lot of it really, really does. And then the more you know them, and then, of course, it's hard because, you know, artists are going to draw them different ways. Sure, exactly. So sometimes that can be, you know, so you you just hope that people kind of draw them with the same um, little differentiating details. Like you said, you just kind of have to sometimes pick up on certain things um, or use context clues or what have you. Um, So I do think it is it's a it is a little joke, but she's not wrong. Like I get why people of Earth would be like, I don't I don't know which one is which. Um, Because, no, they're not going to be reading TF Wiki and like be (laughs) like, oh, wait, which Uh, which Ariel bot is this? Um, Right.
1: Exactly. And so she reiterates one more time that like, hey, unless something happens here. Jazz is going to be known as the, like, exactly, like, he's going to be the public representation of what you are, and also he killed a guy, so you're going to have to deal with that.
0: Right. Like, that's going to be your public representation. Just be aware of it. And so then he's like, okay, I hear you. What, what do you, what do you think? What are you proposing here? And, and uh,
1: she has a very poetic way of saying it, invoking her father a civil rights activist. But She's basically saying, make a decision, dumbass. <laughs>
0: There it is. That's exactly what her father told her one day. That is what she is passing on very sagely to Optimus Prime.
1: Uh, And so we see Little Cybertron here, which, what a cute name.
0: oh my god, you guys, it's called Little Cybertron. This is where they're building their new home and sleepover fort.
1: And we get a great shot of a couple different bots that we yeah, love. Yeah, it's see... a nice two
0: page spread here.
1: Yeah, I love a two page spread. We get the torch bearers up front here. So we got Rum looking great and Retgar right it's there. She's still
0: carrying his head around.
1: We got our sweet, perfect, precious boy in the background supervising
0: things. He's just looking over all of it. We have another sweet precious boy on the ground sitting yeah. playing with his puppy. A um, we have I love Rust She's drinking a little. She's got a little cup or a sippy <laughs> cup of something. She's got a little straw. A it's little very cute. On. Yeah. We have some humans here. So yeah, a lot of Junkions, the Torchbearers, some good sweet Decepticon boys, or boys who don't identify as Decepticon anymore. Um And yeah, and Rekkar is kind of just commenting on everything and like saying, "Oh, this is this is great." And he's of course just being goofy cuz these Guards how he does. And Ramaj is like, "Just shut. Just stop. Look, it is great. Just, it is very Let right. me have this. Just stop talking for a second. God, she's so cool. I should make a Ramaj costume. I just love her whole like uh Scrubbled together, scrumbled together. Yeah,
1: like. sort of. She she looks like somehow elegant and dignified in total junk. Trash. Wear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Which I totally respect. But yeah. <laughs> and then we have some little tiny humans also having a conversation. Uh, hi, Ma- Flint.
1: Hi, Flint. Hi, Marissa. Hi, hi dad don't and daughter. do really like each other.
0: Nope. Still getting used um. to each other
1: and he's saying now why are we doing this for these guys honey you
0: know i love your antics but what do you think this is gonna accomplish here and she's like you know what man they're refugees
1: yeah build a place for refugees and he's like well they have a place and it's like a guy like they have a guy they can stay on
0: (laughs) there is a guy that they can stay on and he's also like they have their own house Right. Um, they have a whole planet and, um, Marissa brings up, she's like, listen, if you guys would stop and just think about this, we can probably get stuff from them too.
1: Right. The junkions have a ton of technology as, yeah. as like, do the Cybertronians.
0: Right. And, and when it comes to the junkions, they might not know what it is, right. but we can check out what it is. They're giving us that chance to do so.
1: Uh, and he's saying, well, I don't, I don't trust it. And she's saying, well, guess what? You don't have to. Yeah. I'm in charge of this op.
0: Dick. Yeah. And it's really great because she says, you wanted me back in the picture and I got back in the picture and I'm not going to fight. Like, yeah. I'm not here to do any fighting. So deal with it or get lost.
1: Eat that's shit, what, fucker.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, where we leave their conversation. And then, are you, sweeties, ready for the best panel ever?
1: Just the cutest. Everyone in this panel is so cute.
0: Hello, <laughs> sweeties. It's just two sweet, sweet, sweethearts and a plush version of a third sweet, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> You guys. Uh Listen. it's good
1: old it's Buster and Thundercracker. TC's playing Thundercra- with a sweet
0: puppy girl.
1: Yeah, he's playing Tug of War.
0: And oh my god, it's a big plush doc. Like who who <laughs> made this? Who even made this plush? Which also as soon as I had that thought, I then had the the follow-up thought of I could totally make that. You um, could
1: absolutely make it.
0: There's just a plushie of doc and TC just looks so pleased. He's holding just in a pinch because he's, he's very much smile. bigger. Oh my goodness. He's smiling at his little puppy who's he's playing tug of war with, this little plush doc, and I just love it. <laughs> and it's so cute. Even their captions say, Buster, dog, Thundercracker, dog's best friend. And it's, it's true. the
1: best.
0: TC loves dogs.
1: And then Pura Magna walks up and firmly pounds <laughs> in a no fun allowed sign into the ground. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I'm writing that down for an album art. <laughs> uh,
1: and and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing with this thing?" And Thundercracker's like, "I'm playing with my dog. It's it's a lot I'm of just, fun.
0: I'm just having some pup play. You wanna you wanna <laughs> jump in here?"
1: And I love this panel so much because Pyromaga looks so disgusted <laughs> with the thought of even approaching this creature. She's got the
0: full on like like lines from her nose to her mouth, like ugh. What are you even?
1: You're supposed to be helping. And he's like, I am helping.
0: And then luckily, T.C.'s very dear friend and protector, Marissa Fairborne, jumps in and is like, listen, this dum-dum is with me. Right, he's on if my team. If he wants team. to sit We're in the dirt and play with a dog, he can do so. Guess and what?
1: He's in charge of you right now. <laughs> he is your
0: boss. You answer to him.
1: <laughs> and Buster's all nuzzling up and she's like, hi, Buster.
0: Hi, hi, Buster, I see you. Oh, it's so cute. It's so, so cute. I do love uh, Sidebar and Jump Back that uh, Pyrrhic calls... She says, you're playing with a human dog, because that's, she don't, (laughs) she don't know. Um, He's like, which is, of course, adorable, because then TC's like, actually, surprise, they are two different species. And he, like, starts telling her about, like, wolves and humans evolving (laughs) together. And she's like, ugh, gross, shut up, stop saying words. (laughs)
1: i just really just every every face on this page just top-notch <laughs> facial expressions it's um, so
0: good it really is every single one of them look fantastic um but yes after marissa jumps in pierce like right appears like, like finally human.
1: someone who knows what's going on
0: yes somebody i could at least respect a little bit um and uh, I do love what Marissa comments. She's like, oh, hey, you're getting better at speaking English. That's good. She says she sounds like Liz Taylor.
1: <laughs> love
0: it. Um, and uh-huh. Pierre's like, well, thanks. I appreciate that. I have been practicing. She's also fluent in Putongua and Linux. So, you know, she's she's been doing her homework. There um, you go. But yeah, she, she wants to know if uh, Marissa wants to take a ride with her.
1: Uh, and so we cut over to Slide is the name. Yes, Mm -hmm. Slide. Slide is standing over Euler's grave.
0: It's so sad.
1: It's so sad because the other cadets are here like, I mean, we didn't really know Euler, but he seemed cool.
0: My sweet boy and Poppin' Lock's former boyfriend, boyfriend, maybe once again, future boyfriend, Midnight Express, is the one who's like, hey slide sorry about your brother that's a Um, real
1: bummer
0: it does suck at least he died doing what he believed in and i I do want to take a step back from this very somber moment to again appreciate the fact that all these little bing bongs are wearing face masks because optimus prime wears one um naturally because of course i was like going through i'm like what they all they all have their faces covered (laughs) oh right that's why they all have their faces covered
1: it's a prime thing you wouldn't understand
0: you know um but uh yeah, so of course Slide is understandably very upset by this. She's she's very heartbroken over losing Euler. Um and she's right. she's upset that like he's been buried here.
1: Right. Like he was killed by Junkions and he gets buried in Junkion City and we get a cute little thing of them sort of <laughs> Going the other cadets the different, yeah the cadets sort of being like oh well on my planet we deal with the dead like this and yeah. they mentioned the junkions rip people into scraps and on
0: velocitron, velocitron
1: they use a smelting pool and you know and all these different things. midnight
0: express who has never even heard of death before is just like i can't fathom any of this um but no of course slide is very upset she's just about the junkie on specifically, and the fact that, you know, they're just so, that, like, they're so brutal, and, uh, the fact that Optimus made peace with them. Um, and of course, Midnight Express is like, I don't, we, you, Prime made his decree, like, we, we can't go fight those guys. Um, and, and Slide turns around and slaps him, and she's, <laughs> and, and, Again, you, I, I feel for her here because it is very, very sad. She says she can't change modes. Like she can't even do right. what she was supposed to do because they were, they were divisions. Like they were two parts right. of the They one. were a
1: bonded pair is what she says here.
0: Yeah. And so without Euler, she is nothing. Um. And it's, in it, 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 this little closing part here, she says, we were a bond, a bonded pair. If you don't understand what that means, what it means to lose that bond, well, then you're just like Prime. Which I do just have to say, I get what you were going for, Slide, my girl. But you gotta know that you just made all those cadets so excited.
1: Read the room, Slide. Like,
0: girl, come on. You tell them that they're just like Prime. They're like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> then i but it, it, feel it, it is
1: interesting to see one of the cadets being like hey maybe this prime guy sucks
0: yeah suddenly somebody has a little bit of doubt about Let's, their sweet precious prime I let me, I wouldn't let me, be me surprised. introduce
1: you to a group called the decepticons
0: hey and it, it would be very much like this next panel i right. imagine pira or someone else waiting in an alley for like pssst, <laughs> hey, I hear you don't like Optimus prime Give Come much. here a minute. Why don't you take off that face mask? That that sucks.
1: Uh, and of course, four million years ago, Deluge is saying these things to Jetfire. Hey, and Jetfire's like,
0: hey, what up,
1: my Decepticon friends like, who I'm hey, friends homies. with? Love my fellow Decepticons, hey, my- which is what I am.
0: I am a Decepticon like you. Hi, my name's Jetfire. Well, I'm glad to see you here in an alleyway, Deluge.
1: Check it out. says Decepticon right here on my chest. I wrote it.
0: I wrote it right here, and I tried to draw the picture, but it's hard when you're drawing, looking down at yourself and in a mirror. I had and... to look
1: up at the thing. I had to look back at it. It's really confusing.
0: <laughs> but hopefully you can tell what it is. And before he gets that thought out, we find out Deluge is in this alleyway. With our sweet friends, Needlenose, and his husband, Horrible, and they all jump him.
1: Yeah, they're like, hey, you sold us out, cop. Hey, and...
0: Jetfire, guess what? Fuck you.
1: Guess what? Dick.
0: Yeah, uh... I'm gonna, look at me. My name's Needlenose. I'm going to damn high kick you in the face.
1: That's an impressive kick. Horrible. Get it. He's... I imagine he was like the reason we didn't see him at first is because he was back in the alley, like really stretching he out was, those boots. Yeah. Oh, for really, sure, like, getting that hammy, creamy, like yeah. trying to really just work getting out, getting to burn the
0: sweet thigh right yeah really trying
1: to get he's like oh i'm gonna kick him so hard it's gonna be so great just
0: right in the face he was getting so hype horrible was like amping him up like yeah yeah babe you got this
1: i'm gonna do a dang pirouette on his face
0: watch this shit and he does and it was it's hot so it was it was worth it he did it was well. worth
1: every stretch um and then there's lights and they're like cheese it it's the fuzz
0: run everybody. And they do. And I do think it's so funny because of course horrible just turns into a, a bull <laughs> and he starts running. Pretty cute. It's pretty cute. He looks tiny here, which he's usually so big. Um
1: and they're like, oh they they run off and we learn it's only like barely a police, it's Bumblebee.
0: <laughs> it was not even close to a police. Uh, maybe a little bit. It was a little errand boy named Bumbleboy. Bumbleman. It's sweet, little. Well, he hasn't evolved into Bumbleman yet. He's he he goes from Bumble Baby to Bumble Boy to Bumble Man, and (laughs) at this point, I think he's still a Bumble Boy. (laughs) Yes, always Bumblebee at heart. Um, Um, which thank goodness. Hey there, Pumpkin. I'm so glad, again, love Kay's artwork, but I love the way Priscilla draws Bumblebee.
1: Yeah, he's like, hey, buddy, just saw my friend, and it looks like you could use some help from one of your friends, which is what I am. I'm a friend for you.
0: Hi, my name's Bumblebee. Hi, and I'm Jeff-
1: Bumblebee, and I love you. <laughs>
0: like he goes in for a hug. He's like, I'm the I'm snuggler. I'm here to snuggle you. Let's give you a snug. And love Jeff a good fired, snuggin'. He... he throws him off and he says i don't have friends i haven't had friends since nova and he just does the exact (laughs) same speech that rc gave earlier um and bumpy looks so angry which is not a look that we're used to seeing on bumpy's sweet little face no
1: Um, one turns down my snugs
0: it's like these snugs are uh i got the dankest snugs I bring those good, good snugs. You're going to regret it. You are going to be lonely later, and you're going to say, TM, I wish I'd snug that baby.
1: Everybody needs snugs sometimes.
0: Don't kid yourself, Jetfire. Uh... <laughs> and then we go back to Earth after that very, very heated moment of a snug or no snug. And now we're back on Earth, and... It was confusing here for a hot second because Marissa is in a car and she's talking to the car, and we realize, right. oh, the car is Pyra Magna, which like right. yeah, we it should took have me known. A there. But for a second, it looks like Optimus.
1: Uh, no, it's it's Pyra, and they're they're having you know political talks, saying uh, the the junkions have have resisted our aid, and they're really just sort of tearing things down because their culture is so incompatible with what's going on here, and they they we're not used to this, and Fairborn yeah. is saying like, well. I mean, we just need to figure this out. Like, we'll figure it out over time,
0: right? Like, this is something brand new to them. We just gotta. Y- over time, this will work itself out. This will, you know, this will even even out. And um, and then they're like, "Oh, wait, this is what we came to see." And Pura's taken her to um, it's a bunch of junkions, kind of. Like, uh, scrapping
1: out a building.
0: Yeah, scrapping out a building to the point, And she's just kind of saying, like, junkions think so in the moment that, like, their only concern is, like, right now. They don't think about tomorrow or what's to come. So things like this happen. And all of a sudden, this building that they've, from which they've been pulling, <laughs> uh, collapses. And, um, It's collapsing onto them. And of course, Marissa's like, Oh my God. And Pira's like, it's fine. They'll be fine. I promise you. Don't (laughs) even worry about it. And, um, and it's interesting because Pira is saying she was using this as an, as a learning tool to essentially say, we have to teach the junkions how to build. Like, we right. have to kind of change their way of thinking here.
1: They're not used to constructing so much as just collecting.
0: Yes. And so we have to kind of instill in them this idea of making things that are concrete.
1: Permanent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it is her. She's helping them up out of the, out of the dirt. And I do love it. She says, rise Junkion, you still function, which is a, <laughs> a, a classic little, not the rise Junkion part, but the you still function is a classic little Transformers line. I um, Love it yeah and so uh, uh right they're saying like uh it's uh that retgar had plans they look so good on the back of his napkin which i love the <laughs> idea that they have the concept of napkins um
1: they gotta clean up those messy messy faces
0: they're dirty dirty bots um and then we can see the rest of the torchbearers are dropping in we got skyburst yeah. and storm Clash coming in to help the fly girls the twins the
1: helicopters.
0: there they uh, are
1: and they're saying like yeah we help people we're super good at it
0: yeah and we're torchbearers damn it look at us go
1: let's do the damn thing
0: <laughs> skyburst is a little bit more like yeah we got this Than storm clashes um, is. is like yeah okay yeah i
1: will say it's my first time noticing that they have like complimentary chest patches
0: yeah they're cute that's
1: a really cute detail
0: very very cute and um, um so they're they're also helping these junkions up and um Pierce says I, I just like the name, or the this line that says Stormclash is full of rage but she's trying cuz I'm like we've all been there Stormclash we yeah. get ya we feel you uh,
1: and and Marissa's saying like you know I was really worried because last time we talked you asked prime if you should kill me and I was mm. thinking like man maybe this is all going to fall apart because of the way you were being mean to Thundercracker earlier and was like, what do you mean? Like, Thundercracker <laughs> sucks, but you're cool.
0: Yeah. Like, Thundercracker is a doofus and, like, a total goobus who plays in the dirt with a human dog. But, like, you, <laughs> I respect.
1: Right. And she's saying, like, what we have in common is that we both have a chance to overthrow our leader who is getting in our way.
0: Damn. Yeah. She cuts right to the chase, which I do very much respect. Yeah. That's hard as nails. I love
1: it. Yeah. And and she's um, saying, like, so I'm going to challenge Optimus Prime to combat and take his place. And I assume any citizen of the United States can challenge the president to combat and take their place. So, (laughs) Marissa, you do that, and we'll have this whole thing sorted out in an afternoon.
0: Yeah. Good. Sound good. And, um, and we get another really cool mirror page here for the rest of the title, because um, I think it's The Next Day and The Next is the name yes. of it. And um, the, the second half of this mirrored panel does go back to Jetfire. And um, it's him returning to the lab with our sweet darling, very gentle spirit, Nosecone. And, um, of course, <laughs> Jetfire is walking back in, beat to shit.
1: And Nosecone is like, hmm, just like a dumb jock to get beat to shit and look like a dumb asshole yeah. who I hate. You're no scientist at all because you got beat up and scientists yeah. don't get beat up we stay inside because we're nerds
0: yeah we don't go around trying to be hot shot cops uh way to go you're we're too busy idiot. watching
1: episodes of big bang theory
0: bazinga here's your gun it didn't have <laughs> anything on it
1: <laughs> he's like here check it out you're like prowl huh well guess what prowl led you to this and he points a fucking gun at his forehead like
0: it does look that way i did have to like because he doesn't he's not holding it like he's got it Threateningly pointed at him, but it does look like he does kind of have it pointed at Jetfire's well, head.
1: And the thing I realize, he's not even the one holding it Jetfire is oh, Jet holding Fires. it at this point. Because, <laughs>
0: you're totally right. Well, I, I'm hands. just
1: now realizing that yeah. because Nosecone's hands are purple.
0: Mm-hmm. So and they're like that pretty, uh like, like a mauve, fuchsia. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. And you're an so, you're yes. artist. You know colors better than I do. But
0: so. I don't know any colors. Just the basics. Good. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's, um, Jetfire looking at this gun that he's just now been told. Uh, like, essentially, Prowl just, what, like, what, what? Why? Prowl just right. brought him down here for no reason? Just what? so
1: that Nosecone could haze him all day? <laughs>
0: he's just like, you know who could stand to just get He's like, you know who's really gonna hate him? this
1: guy? Nosecone.
0: <laughs> he's, Prowl's just got, Like all of his monitors that have his teenage posters on them. He's got cameras everywhere and he's just laughing his ass off watching this. He's like, I knew that would be funny. Okay, I'm going to go get him. And we'll pick that up in (laughs) issue eight when Prowl returns to the the science lab.
1: Great. I'm super excited for more (laughs) Prowl. That's going to do it, everybody. That's issue seven, I believe.
0: That's issue seven.
1: Uh, Some some big moves being made.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think next week should be, till all are one, ten? Ten? Nice. It would help if I knew the numbers. Uh, yeah, ten.
1: Till all are ten.
0: Till all are ten. Ten, ten all are one.
1: Uh, speaking of good, cool things that should be exciting, I want to thank all of our patrons thank who are, are setting up shop at New New macadams on Little Will Cybertron, Cybertron uh, which of <laughs> course... We'll Pull up a drink for David Cabrera, Jay Riley, Samuel Jocks, the fifth virtuoso Jacob Stevens, Kyle Schaefer, Bitty Bot Jazz, and Elizabeth Jackalope, all of whom are our personal friends.
0: We love you guys. Thank you.
1: Uh, you're very sweet. And uh,
0: if you would like to join them, consider yeah. checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash soundweb. Soundweb.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> I think that's it. I don't think it's Soundwavecast. No, um, it's yeah.
1: Soundweb, W-A-V, Sound W-A-V.
0: Perfect. Uh,
1: so thank you guys so much, and Uh where'd you get that plushie? I want that.
0: I made it for them.
1: Aw, Transforminauts, did you say thank you?
0: They did, they did. I'm working on another one. Uh, I've had a request in for a plushie of Buster.
1: Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting a request right here. It looks like we want a President Viola Davis plushie. You
0: got it. She would make a very cute plushie. Oh, we got a a request for a plushie for Optimus's gun so they can carry it around. Wow, Cradle it.
1: super adorable.
0: So cute. You got it. Anything for you, my sweet transformer.